This is Post Credit Brews. I'm John. I'm Dave. I'm Matt. And today we are going to be getting into the DC fandom panel that happened about a week and a half ago. Uh, but, you know, before you know we get into any of this stuff, we definitely have to address uh, some news that came out uh, this past Friday and that a lot of us were processing over the weekend. Uh, and that is the passing away of the actor Chadwick Boseman. Most people know as Black Panther, but he's also, you know, played a lot of other icons uh, in the black community. And, you know, I definitely think that this was, you know, a major loss, and he was definitely a big talent. Um, and I'd, we're definitely going to remember him, I think, for a lot of years to come, not just for his role as Black Panther, but for a lot of the other uh, films that he did. And I think the big thing is, like, when you look at his career, it's like, I think when I went on his IMDb, like, I saw he had, like, small roles in, like, TV shows throughout, like, the early 2000s. And then I think he kind of blew up when he did 42. Right. But I think you don't normally, like, see that from an actor who, like, does just one role like that and then is just kind of offered, like, all these all these different parts, you know? And I think him playing Jackie Robinson in 42 was such a good, such an important thing for him to do. And I like, that's a really good movie. I like that movie a lot. Yeah, I saw that. I, yeah. I liked that a lot. Mm. Yeah, I think 42 is good. I definitely think, um, like, I think the movie as a whole, I, th- I think it works well because of his performance. I think his performance is, like, the, you know, the best part of it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I think most people are going to remember him as T'Challa, you know. Um, and that's not to take away any of his other roles, but I think that's really kind of, that was his, like, starring, you know. Yeah, and I think the the Black Panther movie was significant in a lot of ways for, I guess, for the African-American community. That was, like, African-American-led film by Marvel, you know, someone that they could look, look up to. I mean, it was mm. kind of cool seeing the different cultural variations that they were expanding upon. Yeah, and, and I, I think one of the things for us is, like, I think it's kind of, it, it's, like, I think what that meant for people, like, him playing sort of, like, T'Challa and being able to see that. Like, when we go and see these movies, we're just, like, there's Iron Man, there's Thor, Captain America. Like, we don't even think about it, but it's, like, what that meant for, like, younger kids to be able to see oh, a yeah. black-led superhero movie. Of you course, know? yeah. So. I think just that movie as a whole, just the ensemble, and, you yeah. know, a lot a lot of the people that worked on the behind-the-scenes for that movie were obviously, you know, from that community. And I think they, the fact that they had that opportunity and that audiences got to go and see this was... Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like, there's movies like Blade and stuff. You know, it's not like this was the first yeah. African-American-led comic book movie, but this was the first you know, major one in this wave that we're currently in of all these superhero mm. films. And it, it was definitely, I think it was one, at one point it was the, the grossest movie of all time. I think, I think Avengers beat that out, but it, it's definitely up there as like one of the highest grossing superhero movies. And it, it's just a good movie too. And like, I know like we're not going to get too much into the Marvel stuff, but I think like when you look at some of the newer, like newer characters and things they're doing, like it's just, it's a good movie. Oh, yeah. um, and it's different from anything they've done. And I think him in the role really worked well and kind of what he did with that. And, you know, I always forget he was in Civil War before that first Black Panther. But, um, yeah, he was good. And it's, you know, it's definitely really sad that that, that happened. I know. He's out of nowhere, too. Yeah, yeah. No one was expecting it. Yeah, it's the crazy thing that he had that stage four cancer. Like, mm-hmm. while he was doing, like, the requirements for a Marvel movie, like, yeah. for his physique and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that's... It's it's just mind blowing that he that he put himself through that yeah and that he didn't tell anybody about it mm-hmm. like how selfless he was to like put others before himself yeah you know and, and I think that's that's one of the things where like when we go back and kind of look you know I mean this is I don't know if you want to say it's speculation we can't be know for sure but I think it says something for the roles that he did I guess they said he was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer in 2016. And up until then, you kind of see some of the movies he did, whether it was, um, you know, Marshall or these Marvel movies 
or um you know defy bloods with spike lee but kind of like what made him want to do those movies because i feel like they had more meaning for him than right you know kind of kind of like a like, like a bucket list or something that like, like yeah I'm go out and make sure i do this before yeah and that's what i thought like for him to be able to play thurgood marshall i'm sure mm-hmm. that was something he wanted to do you know yeah i mean just you know, playing people like jackie robinson james mm-hmm. brown thurgood marshall like i mean that's i feel like that's almost more impressive than the movies he did with marvel yeah in a way i mean i think to be able to say that he played all those iconic figures who i mean i mean they mean Probably more to obviously a lot of people than just a comic mm-hmm. book character would. Yeah, yeah, and especially with like the the visual adaptation of like these historical figures, it definitely like, we keep bringing up that like it was definitely impactful for the younger generations, but definitely just people in general just getting like a better education mm-hmm. and just seeing like how how well he he did this out on on yeah. the screen, you know. Yeah, I think it shows how good of an actor he was. Oh, Because yeah. I feel like actors, like, work up, like, years and years until they can get a point where they can headline a movie where they're playing Jackie Robinson or they're playing James Brown or, you know, Thurgood Marshall or something like that. Whereas, like, I felt like he just really, like, like I said, like, after 42, he really just kind of skyrocketed to the point, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I heard, like, he didn't even screen test for Black Panther. Like, Marvel knew, like, all right, this is the guy we want. I could believe it. I'm I'm pretty sure all the things I've heard is that they said like 42 is the movie that got mm. him Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, he was definitely extremely selfless. I was reading in an interview, you know, today one of his co-stars on Defy Bloods. I mean, obviously, very few people, like very very few people, knew that he was sick, especially mm. outside of his family. Yeah, and they were saying on the set of the Spike Lee movie, it's on Netflix now. They were saying that. You know, he had like a massage therapist with him and all mm-hmm. these people, like members of his family were there. And they said one of the co-stars was thinking like, oh, you know, is this kid, you know, he's had these Marvel movies, you know, he's kind of, you know, cocky as an actor. Yeah. And he said he kind of regretted having those feelings because, you know, obviously not knowing he was sick, that's obviously why all that was present there. Yeah. And he said, you know, obviously he, he wishes he knew that at the time, but, you know, he understands why he kept it mm-hmm. so close to him. And I think, you know, that speaks a lot to his character. Yeah. I didn't I, even hear about that. I didn't, yeah, yeah. I was reading that today. Yeah. Well... Like, him not telling anybody kind of just it brings a limelight onto this idea that, like, no one really knows what goes on in each other's lives. Yeah. You know, when you keep everything private to yourself, mm-hmm. like, you really don't know what happens behind closed doors. Yeah. And and I think that's what I kind of appreciate with him. Just right. because it's like, and, you know, I mean, I think I'm going to stick with kind of talking about sort of everyone that's in that, like, Marvel universe where, like, I feel like a lot of them are very, like, vocal and adamant about, like, certain causes on social media, whereas, like, him, like, he just seemed very kind of, like, private. He went to work and went back home, you know? Yeah. But but at the same time, like, you're hearing about all this stuff now of, like, how involved he was with, like, you know, children who were sick and kind of going through the disease and how much he knew Black Panther meant to them and, you know, how much he wanted to help them. So oh, I think yeah. it's, you know. The one, like, screenshot of the interview that he did mm-hmm. that's surfacing around on Twitter yeah, and yeah. Facebook and all that kind of stuff is very eye-opening, too. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, they, the interviewer says, like, wow, you got in real great shape for uh, for uh, Black Panther. And then he just lost all that weight. He's like, it's he mm-hmm. said something like, uh, I'll live to, maybe one day I'll live to tell you the story. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, like, He's just saying it hits a chord. It really does. How grueling it was. Yeah, and I mean, I again, like he was just a very quiet person, you know, right? I, I don't even. Th- I don't think he wanted to take away from these roles. I think that's probably why he kept it. Yeah, you know, so private was you know he probably wanted to keep the focus on these characters and these mm-hmm. you know historic and iconic you know. Or how he just yeah. wanted like his like his work to shine without like the the charity case that goes with it. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I think if you imagine it, like if he had come out and said, "Hey, I'm like sick," like every 
Like, think of the amount of interviews he's done since then up until now. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, imagine this as, as an analogy. The Flyers have that rookie, Oscar Lindblom, who's got that bone cancer. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's the superhero now in, like, the hockey world. Yeah. But imagine if he sucked and, like, and not knowing that he had this. Yeah. Everyone would just say, oh, you just suck. Mm-hmm. But now that, like, he has it, like, it, I don't want to say it. I don't know if he sucks, and I really don't really pay that much attention. Yeah. But, like, if he's a he's a bad player and he has this, he's a hero. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think Chadwick Boseman wanted, like, all that extra attention and, like, like I guess, pity appreciation. Yeah. And, and I, I guess it's different for each, each person, you know. But I, I think it's just, like what I was saying, I think it's, like, so rare for somebody who's, like, in these, like, major movies to kind of keep something like that to themselves. Yeah. And then to see how much that's going to impact his legacy, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's it's a shame. It's, it's it's weird how like a celebrity's death like hits like the public chord. You know, like mm-hmm. Regis just died. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Regis Philbin. Yeah. So we got we got to pour one out for for a couple people now. But you know, it was it was shocking, mm-hmm. and you know we had to do it justice here to to at least yeah. at least address it. We do acknowledge it out out of respect for. For him, we're not going to speculate right now, but what mm-hmm. Marvel's going to do. Yeah. I mean, we have our ideas, and maybe that could be a discussion we have mm-hmm. at some point down the line. Later down. But, but for right yeah. now, I think we should just pour one out for, for mm-hmm. Chadwick. And, and for Regis, too. Why not? Regis. Pick up while it's cold, ladies. I think it definitely can be said, at least, you know, whatever they do, I think they'll do, you know, with respect. I think I've gained enough trust with Marvel now, so yeah. I'm sure whatever they do will be with him first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if this would like, like, if an actor of that kind of magnitude like, signs on for a project like this, like a major character role. I wonder if they have like, in their contract, if I were to die, like, this is how I would want you to write me off or rewrite me, mm-hmm. and they take that into consideration. I wonder if that could be like a part of like an idea for, like, contract negotiations going forward. What happens? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, the, like an actor's will or something like that. They probably like knew how he felt about certain characters or co-stars how he reacted yeah. to them. And yeah. They probably knew how he would have wanted to have seen it play mm-hmm. out. I mean, yeah. he'd been in four movies by this point. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's something to think about. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this is Postcode of Brews. We're here. Another episode. DC Fandom. But before we get into that, we do have a beer on tap today. Mm-hmm. We are drinking the IPA from Blue Point Brewing Company. Out of Pachug, New York. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. I'll let our fans know this. I did it to look up how you pronounce that, but, you know. So. You you brought it. So I, I, you brought this over, so I'd imagine this is how, yeah. like, your your idea. Mm-hmm. Cool. So this, but, it looks looks very festive and like, summery. Yeah, and I, th- I think. It's a good one to close out the bruise of summer. I was just going to say, yeah, I know you had a good idea of, like, we'll end it, and then, you know, I guess in the fall we'll kind of go with more of the, the heavier IPAs and stuff like that. You get the pumpkin beers. I'm not a big that. fan of pumpkin, so I'm not really looking forward to that, but. I never really drank pumpkin beers too much, but so, I'm not a fan of pumpkin yeah, either. Yeah. I mean, maybe we just got to push through and just try them. Yeah. I think a lot of, a lot of our viewers and listeners have been asking, is, uh, is winter warmer ale going to make a comeback, you guys think? Mm-hmm. I think no. we did that for our Christmas one, right? We did that for our Christmas episode, yeah. Yeah. That Donald I think I think I think that's staying no, right on the shelf. That. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's still two more in the fridge that we just never touched. Yeah. There's two in our fridge at Dad's house. Oof. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> None of that. <laughs> uh, let's get the show on the road down. Post credit right. brews. We got the beer crack. Yes. Ready boys? Cheers. Wake up while it's cold, ladies.
Do you have one, John? Yeah, I have one. Okay. He's got one. What kind of beer you got there, John? Icy cold, bohemia-style beer. <laughs> uh, so, DC fandom. The time of year where DC gets our hopes up yet again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's a recurring thing we've talked about, and I think DC does such a good job. Like they're, I'll say they've done a better job recently, but like their trailers, they hook you in. You see these movies, you're excited for it, and then you see these movies and you get let down, you know? If I had a raisin for every time I've heard that one. Um, I always go back to the 2015 Comic-Con. They released the trailer for Batman Superman. It was a really cool trailer. They released the Suicide Squad trailer, which you reminded me earlier, Dave, was they, because they didn't want it to leak, so they had to kind of, you know, or it did get leaked, so they didn't want it to ruin, so they just officially released it, but Mm -hmm. um, two really good trailers, but I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot for us to talk about here. Oh, yeah. So. Like I just mentioned earlier, it's DC, so, I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm excited now. But I know I'm excited to be let down by a lot of things that are going to be coming forward. I really think DC is just kind of giving a lemon a paint job, Mm -hmm. you know? I'll say, though, I I think places, like, regardless of whatever, like, the movies that are coming out, like, if you're going to do, like, a big, like, fan convention type thing, like, this is how you do it. Yeah. Um, And this is all virtual, too. I think that's the other thing that needs to be said, you know? I wonder if this played their their advantage, it being, like, remote and, like, all online. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean... I'm sure, like, you'd probably be a, ten times more production-wise when if they did it in person, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I wonder where this would have... Well, obviously, probably somewhere in California, but I was going to say... Or, I wonder or New where. York, I mean... Yeah, yeah. When you think of the United States, it's, everything's either movies, movies mm-hmm. conventions, are all in California or New York. New York, yeah. But, um, I mean, we have our lists of, like, things we're going to kind of do a rundown for, but what... What was the standout for you at this event, John? I think if I have to pick just one thing, I would probably say the Batman trailer. Yeah. But I think the one thing that I keep thinking about a lot, too, is I really liked everything I saw uh, and read about for James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Yeah. Those were kind of the two standouts to me, I would Mm -hmm. say. But if I had to pick one, I'd say the Batman. I think it's unanimous across the board. I think the Batman trailer just... Yeah, if it's not the Batman, I'm actually intrigued by the Flash. Yeah, yeah. And how they're going to bring Michael mm -hmm. Keaton into it, how they're going to bring Ben Affleck into it. Yeah. I'm really intrigued by all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a few things we can talk about. I know Flash seemed to be a big talking point. Um, You know, I mean, the Snyder's Justice League cut, like, I think that's a a conversation point, but I feel like everyone's been talking about that for the past couple months, and the only thing we really got was just kind of a trailer, but... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we could talk. I'll save my opinions when we start breaking down it then into mm-hmm. more. But where do you guys want to start out with? I I would say we should probably start with Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, Wonder just Woman, take it from there. Yeah, you know, I mean, pretty much they gave us a new trailer. You know, this movie's set to be coming out in early October, but uh, you know, I mean, I thought this looked really cool from the first trailer, and then you know, this next trailer came out, and I thought it, it looked good. I don't think it was as good as that first trailer, but. I I don't know if I'm on board with Cheetah yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she because when you see her in, in her full thing, yeah, Crystal May kind of looks like she was just came from that Cats movie that just came out. I, and I don't think Crystal May looks that good in this. <laughs> to be honest with you, 
I don't know how she everyone was, else she feels. She was definitely their like second or third choice. Yeah, I doubt she was. There. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but and I'm not saying she's a bad actress. I'm just saying like I don't think she looks that good in this. Like, I don't know. It's definitely gonna be a test for her because mm-hmm. she's just used to all those comedy roles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she did one. The only thing I can think of, she did the skeleton bones, which is which is kind of serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but she was also alongside Bill Hader in that too. So mm-hmm. it's just like two comedians. Yeah, I, yeah. I think this is like where she like. It can make or break break mm-hmm. her in this kind of field of of acting. Yeah, and and I don't know. I mean, I think Cheetah is isn't that that central like villain for Wonder Woman? Yeah, it's like Cheetah and like Ares, and like we already kind of got Ares. Yeah. in that first one. Didn't so. they kill yeah. Ares in the first one? They probably did. <laughs> Who's Ares? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I think this looks good. I think uh, you know you got Mando in there. I don't think people are noticing that too much, right? Right, so yeah. He's probably the other like villain. Yeah, that's what they're saying. And then uh, I'm Chris kinda, Pine's coming yeah, back. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see how they bring yeah. Chris Pine back into this. He was a standout in that first one. He was really he was good, good in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's one thing I will say about this movie is I think to come to its defense, I guess maybe a little bit is like I do like that it's Patty Jenkins again. Mm-hmm. You know, I definitely think there's questionable moments in that. Tra- again, you know, Cheetah. We, we yeah, but I guess if anyone's gonna pull it off, it would be her. She would do. Yeah. I think Robin Wright's gonna be in it again. Probably. Maybe. Or did they kill her off? Yeah, maybe. I don't, she I don't died know. in the first one, like pretty early on in the movie. But yeah, but her, it's going back to nineteen eighty four though. Yeah, I, but it looks like they're doing some like flashbacks. Yeah, like you still you see her as a kid in the trailer. Yeah. She's in some kind of like game. Supposedly, there's like this massively like shot like IMAX sequence in the beginning of the movie, like some like Olympics type stuff. Right. I don't know on Themyscira. Yeah, I haven't seen the move, the first one in a while. She was like her trainer or something in it, right? Yeah, she's and then I think Connie Nielsen was like the queen, like the her queen. mom. Yeah. yeah, maybe she's coming back. I don't know. Either one, but yeah, kind of in the same lines as talking about how Chadwick Boseman was such a big iconic character for the African American community. Wonder Woman's just as equally for for women too. It's a, yeah, a yeah. female lead mm-hmm. superhero movie. With the first, like I think it's the first one. I mean, this yeah, and this is like one area where DC. Great, person it's a great thing for someone to look up to mm-hmm. like this is definitely yeah. the one area where dc kind of got a leg up on marvel yeah because this kind of came sure. out before captain marvel and i mean i think this movie is mm-hmm. a lot better i think than captain marvel oh yeah not that captain marvel is horrible but yeah but i think it, it was very like i think even when captain marvel came out i felt like marvel was trying to like you know boost up like that movie without really acknowledging wonder woman or yeah. almost like trying to like forget that Wonder Woman even occurred a couple years before. You can tell Captain but... Marvel wasn't in their initial plans. You can, I think. I yeah. think it was just kind of just like like pushed in there, kind of like Spider Man. Spider Man was not part of their original plan. Yeah, I mean, I knew they had, they had plans for Captain Marvel, but I don't. I, mean, I, I, think, I don't think it. I, think I don't think, I don't I think up to that point. Actually, I think Joss Whedon in his original script, I think for the first, it's either the first Avengers or Age of Ultron. Mm. Captain Marvel was in it, and I think well, Mar- Marvel wanted to save her. Like for I, her. I think from what I heard is his in his first Avengers, he had Wasp instead of Black Widow, and then in Ultron, remember that ending scene where like he walks into the warehouse and it's all the new Avengers. Right. I think she was supposed to be one of them in there, and he was like, "No, no, no, we're going to save her." Uh-huh. But I, I think a lot of what I mean, <laughs> the new Captain Marvel talk, right? Um, yeah. But I, I think this is where we'll end it. But uh, I think a lot of I think Captain Marvel, what they planted in that first one, I think that's going to like be in upcoming movies. You know, well, the scrolls you, you, and you just opened up Pandora's yeah. box. So we got a lot, lot more to talk about. Yeah, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> but back on back on track to Wonder Woman. Who are we talking about? Hawk Girl, Wonder Woman. 
Wonder Woman, yeah. yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Cheetah, Wonder Woman. Cheetah, yeah. Katana. Now, do you think when they saw, like, concept art for <laughs> Cheetah, do you think they were just like, all right, well, like, this movie is coming out called Cats, so we should probably be a little weary? I think pro- I think she might have been, like, an extra in Cats, and they just used all of her film footage from that. <laughs> Rebel Wilson was actually supposed to play Cheetah, I think. <laughs> you disrespectful son of a bitch! They probably were doing, like, the design for Cheetah. Before, like, the trailer for Cats. I think the first trailer yeah. for Cats came out, like, July last year. Mm-hmm. And then everyone probably reacted to that. They were probably just like, oh, shit. Like, set. we already have this design. Yeah, Wonder Woman 1984, though. I mean, I think this has everything set for it to be good. You know, it's got Patty Jenkins, Gail Godot's coming back, Chris Pine, that whole thing. Now, do you see a, is this as just, like, a generic sequel? Like, do you put it there with, like, how Iron Man 2 was just, like, just a sequel? Didn't really, didn't really like connect to anything no i i see this as a little more just because that first one really was good and i i feel like i don't know i feel like iron man 2 was kind of like a rushed movie versus this where there's like three years in between right um and that's not saying this is you know i'm, I'm imagining this is going to be a perfect sequel but i just think when you give it a little more time like that the story gets fleshed out more than if you rush it within you know i think three years between movies is a good good test i think the other thing the other thing too i think is i think dc's right now is like a lot less concerned about like connecting their movies Mm -hmm. i think now they're kind of they would rather kind of make like a good movie or at least just like you know focus on what that movie needs as opposed to what one needs Mm -hmm. gain people's trust back yeah so it sounds like you're saying they focus more on the story than like saying like this has to connect with aquaman i think so and i i think the first wonder woman was the the first movie where they kind of proved that mm-hmm. that's kind of the direction they wanted to go. Yeah, and I think you're seeing that too with other movies like Birds of Prey. Like I don't see, like where does that connect with like anything else? You know, Shazam didn't really. Honestly, yeah. Aquaman didn't really either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's a good point. But any final thoughts on Wonder Woman 1984? Or? I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah, I think we'll definitely definitely be an episode. And then we want to kind of jump into the the Snyder Cut for Justice League. Yeah. Yeah. And this is something that they've been talking about for a while. Are we excited for this? I'm intrigued by it. I think the amount of hype that surrounded it has, like, definitely intrigued me. And I think makes me definitely think there's something more to it. You had my curiosity. But now you have my attention. The trailer didn't really get me excited. I mean, they didn't show a ton in the trailer, but I mean, it just kind of yeah. looked like more of the movie. Which... I feel like the trailer was just on this like big, like high horse. Like we know this is what everyone wants: the Snyder cut, like the Hallelujah music playing and everything. And it, I mean, it looks cool, but you know, I don't yeah. know. That's the, he's one tweet. He was saying something about someone said, you know, the Justice League movie sucks or whatever you know it looks like it, like these are for kids these movies or something he was like i was like well that's he's like my cut of this movie is like for grown-ups it's like they're probably still going to show the villains like bare ass in this movie <laughs> yeah what makes that a movie for grown-ups? Yeah. <laughs> i yeah. think i think your steppenwolf looks completely different though yeah oh, i, I heard know. he's like not even like a big part like i, I heard dark think, side's like yeah the i think whole dar- i think the villain. whole lead-in was to be uh, dark side i think is who you see at the beginning of the trailer so yeah yeah that's it's um, basically dc's like thanos yeah i'm intrigued by the, the superman black suit yeah, yeah. That, that'll be cool yeah because they were i feel like they were leading that up for a while mm-hmm. you know i think like there's a lot more i think they're probably going to do with superman i think there's more they're going to do with cyborg Mm-hmm. I know Zack Snyder's kept saying like Cyborg's like the heart of the movie. Yeah. Right? And I mean, I, you get that it, from the trailer, yeah. I think. And I liked Cyborg in the the other one. I thought he was yeah. like one of the better parts in the last movie. 
But I, I think something else to say about it too is it's like four parts. So it's not like all like coming out as one. It's going to be like four episodes almost. Yeah, I like that they're treating it like a mini series. I think that's yeah. actually kind of cool. Yeah. And suppose I, I think I was reading it doesn't connect to anything either. So it's kind of like it's an, its own separate thing. Which kind of goes back to what you were pointing out, John, where you were saying everything's sort of its own thing. You know? Mm-hmm. It connects, but it also doesn't. I don't know. I think the Schneider Cut is another example of how much how much power the fans have over things. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of how Arrested Development got rebooted. Yeah. How Jericho got put on the Netflix. Mm-hmm. Fans were really asking yeah. for it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or not, not Jericho. Heroes. Remember? Remember Heroes on ABC? They were trying to get that back. Some show, yeah. Heroes came back as like a reboot or something, yeah. It grew, yeah, because of a, of a popular demand, yeah. Fans wanted it, yeah. Well, I think kind of piggybacking off that, I think that shows like the the strength that these you know companies have when they align with streaming services. I mean, we're gonna see mm-hmm. with Disney Plus and Marvel. Oh yeah, the Marvel shows come on, and I mean, this is you know HBO Max is probably what basically is making it possible that yeah. we're getting yeah. a Snyder Cut. It's a great, but yeah, I don't think like Warner Brothers would gamble another release of Justice League, no. you know. And then like brings it, breaking it down to a couple episodes. It kind of, it kind of has that feeling of like the the Last Dance on ESPN, mm-hmm. how it was like this big production mm-hmm. thing. Like it was a, yeah, it was a, a month long thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh, Last Dance is on this Sunday. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. So it it, be, it may be a way. Maybe I wonder if like movies will one day start doing like big things like that. Could you imagine like Marvel doing like mm-hmm. a part a five part like Avengers movie? Yeah, well, I mean, Disney I guess Plus. that's what we're getting with their series, right? Yeah. It almost feels like that. Yeah. I mean, that's they've said their so. series, like, have, like, the budgets. I've never like, seen production. a recut of a movie be broken down to four different segments like, like this mm-hmm. is going to be. So it's I'm intrigued yeah. by it. There's and a it, lot of intriguing elements and to it, it, even it, though it's the same movie. It looks like his style, too, like Zack Snyder's. Like, when you look at that trailer, you're just like, all right, this is darker. This looks, you know, the effects look really cool versus, like, the the original Justice League that just felt like such a mishmash of like this is dark this is really light I think um, it, he probably filmed the first, the Justice League this whole way and then mm-hmm. DC probably came in there like no no like you know we want you know we yeah. gotta make this more palatable this is for like general audiences yeah I've been I've been on record saying I liked Man of Steel I liked what he did with Man of Steel I like Man of Steel yeah. too yeah we like Man of Steel yeah it's better than I mean. I don't think Justice League is like a horrible, horrible movie. It's just it's really like really mediocre. Mm-hmm. Like it's just really yeah. like a safe movie. They don't really try anything. Well, and, let's yeah. put it this way: there's th- there's of recent to my memory, there are three movies that were super super hyped and were really 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 bad: the Justice League, Batman vs Superman. Oh, it's a, there's there's four of them: Suicide Squad and the uh, Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. And all of them had some kind of thing that happened with the writing and the yeah and then the directors and all that kind of stuff. So a lot, a lot, of, a lot of different hands changing changing parts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I I'm willing to give them the benefit of doubt. Mm-hmm. I, I'm excited that there's a, if they are ever gonna try to do a reboot of the Suicide Squad. I'd be interested in seeing that too. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like might be a soft reboot coming up with James Gunn, right? Yeah, that's what it kind of feels like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's you know I think it's interesting you guys are saying that because I I don't disagree with you that a lot of these early DC movies you know they mm-hmm. really deliver on the trailer and then they, they overpromise with the trailer and then they kind of underdeliver with the movie I don't think that's going to be the case with the Suicide Squad and the main reason I say that is I think because of James Gunn yeah I think the one actor I think David Desmalkian says it in the uh, in the trailer like if anyone's going to make this uh, this movie great it's going to be James Gunn mm-hmm. and I, I you know I think that's a good point you know I think this is kind of him. 
taking everything he's learned with Marvel with the Guardians movies and then kind of being like, all right, well, I, I can really have a lot of fun with this with DC with Suicide Squad. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think he does well with these, like, weird characters. You know, I think you always heard with, like, Guardians of the Galaxy where, like, all right, like, there's a talking raccoon and there's a tree. Like, how is this going to work? Right. And then, you know, you see it and it works. And I think Suicide Squad, you just get so many of those, like, C players and it's like, all right, like, what are we doing with these guys? Uh, so it sounds so. like we're kind of, like, segueing into the Suicide Squad. Is there anything else we got to yeah. say about the Schneider Cup before we continue on? No. I don't think so, no. And we're good. I'm yeah. looking forward to it and I'll reserve my judgment for... I, I'm sure that might be an episode too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll definitely be an episode. Yeah. But one thing about the Suicide Squad that I was really interested in because you said like they changed, got the guy that that directed it, and they changed the writing, but they kind of kept the same style, like that that colorful, mm-hmm. like they like, kind of like Birds of Preyish kind of like, yeah, like comedic style that it looks like. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I, I like Birds of Prey, so I, maybe maybe it'll fit well. Like the yeah, the 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 contrast of like making a movie about villains, but making it nice and bright and colorful. So, and I think even with that first Suicide Squad, it was like an uneven movie, but I felt like it was pretty consistent and like it was dark throughout the entire thing. You know, I think it had too many things they were trying to show in such little time. Yeah, and I think it definitely was a movie. I think it got pulled away from David Ayer, but. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. Th- I I I believe the stuff he's saying. Where I don't think it's the movie he wanted yeah. to make. And to be straight up, I think I would rather see because that first trailer for Suicide Squad was so cool. Oh yeah. I think I would rather see David Ayer's Suicide Squad over Zack Snyder's Justice League. Mm-hmm. That's just me though. That's a hot take. I'm willing. But... To, I'm willing to see both of them. But yeah. you're. But you're right. Mm-hmm. One of my biggest problems with Suicide Squad was that they introduced all your characters with the soundtrack. To now, that's what I call forty-five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there was way too much like music and pop and stuff like mm-hmm. that in this. You know, I, yeah. I think James Gunn's probably going to have a lot of music in this movie too, but I think I think it's going to be different from the stuff he did in you know with Guardians, and I think yeah. it's going to be different from the way David Ayer used music in his movie. But I, I think that's so funny too because I think James Gunn really like mastered that so well with what he did with Guardians of the Galaxy, which is just a great soundtrack. And then you had Suicide Squad, which I felt like was just trying to copy that every well, which way. You know, it, yeah, I, th- I mean, I think Suicide Squad was DC's answer to Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm, they came out around the yeah. same time, so it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But this one, I mean, this one looks really cool, and, like, the cast is cast is all over the place. So, who are they bringing back from the first one again, John? Uh, Viola Davis, Joel Kinnaman. Harley Quinn. Right, Margot Robbie, Jai Courtney, and uh, King Croc, I think, should be back in it. <laughs> should be. And I think, potentially, there's rumors that they're bringing back Enchantress. No. Oof. That's disgusting. No, sir. I, th- <laughs> I thought Will Smith was the best part of the movie, next to Harley Quinn. And I mean, Will sh- Smith was really good in it. You know, yeah. that's, I, I, you know the, the first four I said are obviously the ones that are coming back. You can see any of the footage. I think Idris Elba's character, it's funny, because I don't know if you guys saw this. Apparently, the storyline for his character is like he shot Superman with like a kryptonite bullet, and that's why he's in like prison. Like I guess that's his like story at the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie. I think that that just says how much they probably wanted Will Smith and Deadshot back in this as Deadshot. They wanted him back in this movie. So I think this character, because I mean, you know, they tied his character a lot in in that first movie with David Ayer to like Batman. Mm-hmm. So I think tying, you know, bringing in Idris Elba is like a similar character. I think his name's like Bloodsport. You know, kind of tying it to Superman. I think I think that just probably shows how much they wanted Will Smith probably to be back in this. Yeah, I'm really excited for John Cena's character. 
He looks interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's peacemaker. I told you, I, I think he's gonna be one of being the villain in the movie. I could see mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And is he? He's like a knockoff Captain America kind of. It's like a, a douchey Captain America. Is, I think they said his character is like he does whatever it takes to like maintain peace. Like yeah. No matter, like no matter if that means like he has to get violent. So yeah. he's playing his character in blockers with a cape. Yeah. <laughs> he's <laughs> great in blockers. No butt John, in C- John Cena is just great in general. <laughs> he's a great actor. Like he, he's, yeah. He could play the serious roles. He could play the funny roles. I, I'm a big fan of John Cena. He's funny. Yeah, he's good. I think you see a lot of like WWE stars kind of like branching out into, you know, yeah, doing more star roles. Is John, is Dave Batista in this? No, I don't think so. He's not. Okay. No, Dave Batista's not. I mean, you're definitely getting some. You know, Pete Davidson's in this. Yeah, yeah. Some people he's, I haven't really heard of. I think I really think like they're actually going to go for it in this, where like they like die on the mission. Well, that, there's so many. I think there's maybe like 15, yeah. and you get like a couple. I've watched the footage a lot that they release. You get a lot of different like team up shots. Like I think there's going to be several missions in the movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's really only going to be you're going to only end up with like four or five as like the core. Like they're the ones that like get through the whole movie, you know, and get, like, their yeah. sentence limited. And I feel like, like, if we're going to actually really think of them, it's definitely going to be, like, the Harley Quinns, like, whoever Idris Elba's playing. Yeah. Um, I think they've really, like, talked, like, that David Desmalkian, I think he's, like, Polka Dot Man. Yeah. I think they said he's he, going he's gonna to be, like, a fan favorite, yeah. I think they said, so he might stick around. That would be cool, too, because, I mean, he's been around for a while. Right. That actor, like, he's good. He's, he's one of his, like, friends in Ant-Man, Dave. Oh, okay. The... The Russian guy or whatever. Yeah, the is that, tall one. Yeah. He's been in like a ton. He was in like Blade Runner 2049. Mm-hmm. He was in The Dark Knight. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, That's, he's a good actor. Yeah, but I mean, definitely, and I was reading stuff, you know, there's definitely going to be the characters that die for like, you know, comedic or, you know, if they mm-hmm. try, you know, backstabbing anyone on the team. But like, there's also probably going to be one or two that you kind of get like attached to and then it's like, you know, they end up dying, yeah. you know, in the end of it or something. You I Mc- think Pete Davidson's Mc- going pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you McGregor in Bridge of Pride was the most comedic death I've seen in, in DC. <laughs> probably going to get ones like that in this yeah, movie. Yeah, <laughs> just screaming. Spectacular new. <laughs> he was great. In yeah. That. And you said, isn't Taika Waititi playing Killer Shark? They think he's playing the, yeah, King Shark. Yeah, that's who King they, Shark. King, they Shark's, think, King Shark's in it. Yeah, I know they that. They think that's who he's playing. They said they think he's playing him, which is I, I think is probably likely. Yeah. Which I'm sure it'll be funny. I feel like it could probably be a little bit too close to Korg. I was just going to say, so yeah. I, I think I'd rather see something else, but uh, yeah. they think he could potentially be playing like a villain too, or like, vo- okay. like if the villain's like CGI, if he does like the voice of the villain. They're yeah. saying Pete Davidson might be playing a villain, but. Who knows? I mean, I guess in general they're, they're all, all villains, yeah. but yeah, I guess you're kind of making them anti-heroes for them. His movie. character doesn't seem like super like interesting, but so d- I mean, would we rather see a James Gunn Suicide Squad or would we rather see a sequel to what they did in 2016? I mean, definitely the James Gunn. Yeah, I mean that was kind of I think, obvious. I mean, I I, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't think you need yeah. to completely throw away David Ayer's movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, th- I mean that's the movie that gave us Harley Quinn. Yeah, a small price to pay for salvation so i mean i think you got to consider stuff like that that's true but you know i I don't think that movie is a total you know like car wreck or whatever you want to call it but i I mean i think so i think there's elements you can pull from it that Mm -hmm. you can use yeah yeah it'll be interesting to see where they kind of go with it what they do but i guess he he attached himself to this when he was taken off of guardians 3 right i think so yeah like that opportunity came up and then you know disney eventually was considering bringing him back in but yeah yeah no i mean i i'm excited and i you know i have a lot of faith in him that he'll give us you know a good a good movie mm-hmm. i definitely think this is going to be an r-rated 
Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think it's going to tie in a ton to any other. Pizza time. I think we should take a quick break. Fill these beers up. Drain the main vein. Sounds good. To shotgun a brewski. All right, let's let's talk about the beer we're drinking today, guys. It's the IPA. It's a very original title for a beer from Blue <laughs> from Blue Point Brewing Company. Yeah, out of New York. Mm-hmm. You you know what I like with this is like when you hear IPA, you kind of hear like bigger, kind of bolder flavor, and this is kind of light. I don't know, is it just me or is like does this drink light? It's definitely a little light. It's 6, basic. 6%. Yeah, it's really basic. Yeah. It's, I like it. Tastes like summer. Tastes summery. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this I would categorize this as like a summer beer. I I could see myself drinking this on the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a beach beer. I think. Yeah. And it's not overbearing too. It weighing in at six percent alcohol. And for it's a little bit higher, but it doesn't really have that 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 feel to it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Usually when you get these IPAs, you feel like you have like one of them, and you're just they're like, heavy. Oh, yeah, they're when heavy. I think you're IPA, done. Yeah. I always think of like fall. You know, like mm-hmm. fall, winter, warm beers. But, yeah, like I said, I mean, I think I can imagine myself drinking those on the beach. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I can taste the hops in it, too. It's mm-hmm. You can definitely tell it's an IPA. Yeah. For sure. It's a smoky little number with a little spice. The can looks... It's your base. pretty basic. I yeah, was gonna say. The I was trying to like find like a profile on it too. Like, I don't even see any, see any kind of profile. Yeah, their logo is kind of cool. I like their mm-hmm. logo, but IPA. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, I, mean, oh, I like the blue point. Oh, the blue point one, yeah, and the lighthouse. Yeah, this this can's got like the the contrast of like the light blue and the dark blue. Mm-hmm. It gives you that 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 beachy summer feel, and then the orange in the in the words. Yeah. So how many brews are we giving this? I give it a three point five. Three point yeah, three point five out of five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I give this like a three out of five. I think yeah. I, I'd go four. I liked four. it. I thought it was pretty good. What is the matter with you? Good. What a uh, what DC hero do you guys think would like this one? Enchantress. I think Katana might enjoy this. I was gonna say Nuitas Volko. I think who was that? That's at a lap park. Will, Jesus uh, Christ. Willem Dafoe and Aquaman. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's the summer. It looks like, you know, looks like this beer's in the water, so. This would be Aquaman, so. Yeah. Yeah, this is a good one to close out the brews of summer. Yeah, And I think we're definitely going to start going into some of the darker beers as the the seasons change. Got some good stuff set up for the fall. We are not ramping down. We're just getting started. Nothing stops this train. Yeah, definitely. Definitely keep an eye out. And we always say each episode, don't drink and drive. You're not even supposed to be leaving the house. We're still in... We're still in a quarantine. Yeah, you're so. supposed to be social distancing. So yeah. I don't know why you're getting behind the wheel for it, but mm-hmm. don't do it. Don't drink and drive. Just stay safe. So it's the IPA from Blue Point Brewing Company. Go out and taste it. Okay, turn on the camera. <laughs> Welcome back to Post Credit Brews with Matt and Dave. Okay, yeah, I don't think there's much more we can really talk about with the Suicide Squad. I'm going to be honest, Aquaman 2, I think we can kind of just skip over that. There really wasn't much to yeah. appeal there for me. Yeah. Uh, no. I'll see the sequel when it comes out, but... Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that, like, Aquaman 2, uh, Shazam... What, what's the title for the new Shazam? 
something of the gods something war, gods war of the gods or battle of the gods or okay something. yeah and even like black adam like they didn't really give us too much for that no they said black adam they said they're gonna have like the justice society in it which i mean the only two characters i kind of recognized in it were a uh, Hawkman, who like i know he was in the cartoon and stuff uh-huh. and uh Justice League cartoon, and also uh, Doctor Fate, which is kind of like DC's Doctor Strange. He's in the second Injustice game, so I think that's interesting. I think The Rock's probably heavily involved in yeah. this movie. So yeah. I mean, he I, has been for the past like yeah. decade. I, I mean, feel. this this like, movie. I mean, DC probably wanted this movie to have already come out by now. I'm not super excited for it, but I think it sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be like a Mortal Combat type movie or something along. I don't know. I mean, these are all big like fighting characters. So, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see. See where it goes. One thing that you just spark a memory. I'm actually kind of curious to see if how they're going to get the Green Lantern into the Snyder Cut. Yeah, I, I was... Oh, in the Snyder Cut? Yeah. Yeah, I, I keep hearing rumors that supposedly Green Lantern is going to play a part in this somehow. I don't know how, but... I feel like I heard a rumor that it was going to be Ryan Reynolds, too. And I'm not, like, I'm oh, not wow. even saying that as a joke. Like, yeah, I think I think you shot, but I think you shut that down now. Yeah. Maybe. I, I kind of hope so. I, I, I heard... I read this a while ago where supposedly somewhere in one of these movies... Two Green Lanterns were supposed to show up at like Bruce Wayne's house, or whatever. And I, 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 I want to see John Stewart before anyone else. Yeah, but. yeah. We'll see. They should. I've I've seen a lot of really cool concept art for John David Washington playing him. Oh, okay. They do like a picture from like Tenet or something, and they like alter it to make it look like Green Lantern. That's cool. Um, and it looks pretty cool. Yeah. One thing I'm really excited about, I think underlooked from this whole panel, was the Flash movie. Mm-hmm. I'm really intrigued by this for some reason. Yeah, this sounds really, and this is the first like concrete, you know, information we've gotten from this movie. Just because the flat, I mean, this has been in development for a while. You know, mm-hmm. there was actually like speculation that that wasn't going to go forward, and Ezra Miller got into some mm-hmm. some trouble back a couple months back. Yeah, yeah, he like choked out a fan or something. Yeah, I know. There's like a lot of controversy with him. You know, being in this role now. Yeah. Uh, the but, suit, the new suit looks kind of cool. New suit looks cool, and you know, I mean, I think I'm the lighting's yellow now. Yeah, I- I'm gonna let you kind of take it away with what your standout for this movie is gonna be, Dave. Oh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton coming in back. The Batman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah. Uh Michael Keaton's Batman. Michael Keaton's just a man. I love Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah, he'll be um. It'll be interesting to see them. I mean, you're and you're more. You watch the show, so you know about this more than me, Dave. Oh uh, yeah, all, all the the multiverse and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. The, yeah, so the Flash goes through. At least in the show, he could, he can run through different universes, and mm-hmm. you know. So on Earth One, that's where like we all see like our main characters, and then you go to Earth like two, and then it's. Yeah, it's all different. Yeah, different characters. Yeah, but is this? Do you see this lending itself to it? Like, is it cool to see him go to different universes with Michael Keaton's Batman? Um, you is know, it, I mean, the understand- for the for the viewer, it's pretty cool. But I think for the the Flashpoint storyline that I think they're trying to get up. Yeah. Is that what the movie's called, Flashpoint? I don't think it has a title, but I think that's like what they're kind of basing yeah. it on. Mm-hmm. So they so they really could they change the DC. Cinematic Universe, and just they can get rid of Superman and Batman if they wanted to, and just have them recasted. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I they feel like it's going it. to be. I feel like it's going to be something probably happens with Ben Affleck because Batman. they want to they want to keep Aquaman, they want to keep Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like this and, character. And I'm assuming they want to keep the Flash too. 
probably yeah. Sounds I mean, like they it. probably want to give him a shot with yeah. this movie. I definitely, I think it's probably going to be something happens with Ben Affleck's Batman, and you know he goes into some. But now that he's saying he's coming back, on. and it's and what I'm hearing, it's not just for this movie. He's coming back for a couple of things. I yeah. I mean, I Ke- wouldn't be Keaton surprised. Or Affleck. 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 Oh yeah, maybe. It's just it's crazy to me to think back at like. I think when... Keaton's just a cameo in this one. I think he probably will uh, have a pretty big part. Well, I thought a big part, but like I think he's like a cameo for like this movie. I don't think I think it's the only thing he's, he's not going to show it. up in any. Yeah, no. I know. I mean, it, it's just crazy to look back. Like I said, like this, the Flash has had so much development stuff. Like I remember years ago, like supposedly they were going to do like a cyborg Flash team up movie, and it's just. I mean, they've been through so much. Like I'm trying to think of like the different directors that have been in place for this. Nobody panics when things go according to plan. Even if the plan is horrifying, you know. So I mean, it's just it's, it's crazy to think. Like I, this is like I said, this is the first kind of you know concrete information I've heard about this movie. So. Yeah, they finally yeah. have Andy Muschietti directing it. Yeah, he directed the two It movies. Which yeah, I think it's a pretty good choice. Yeah, I think he's got that good relationship with Warner Brothers. He did right. the, the two most recent It movies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, before I'm trying to think like. Rick Famuyiwa. Yeah, he was one of them. I think yeah. like Seth Graham Smith, who I think mm-hmm. is mostly like a writer. Yeah. Um, the, the guys from Game Night. Trying yeah, to the, kid, the one kid that's in Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna. Yeah. I was just. Francis I'm Lawrence. Is that his, no. No. John Francis Daly. Is that it? That's it. Okay. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, anything else we want to talk about with Flash? exciting i mean this is also an example of something where i feel like they would have loved to have announced it like here but like of course like leaks happen and stuff yeah they probably we, wanted to keep ben like under wraps yeah under wraps i think the only thing that's left well there's a couple there's, there's one more thing but we'll talk about that afterwards there's obviously the batman mm-hmm. this is again i think i speak for all of us where we say this is the standout and I like was anyone here expecting us to get a full length trailer for this movie? No, I didn't think so. Yeah, Definitely I thought we would have got the extent that we did. Yeah, I thought yeah. when like the the picture of the the poster came out, I thought that's all we were gonna get was mm-hmm. just the poster. Yeah. And what what do we think of this trailer? It's a cool trailer. It's dark. Yeah. Really dark. John, you and I have have agreed just by talking before this. It reminds us of an Arkham game. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It looks like the Arkham games. It looks like some of the comics I've read, like uh, you know, Hush or like Nightfall, which mm. are like big Batman stories. It reminds me a lot, like of that. Yeah, just just that so, one line that Robert Pattinson does. I'm vengeance. So I think that that to me is Batman. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I mean, did you have any doubt that Robert Pattinson was gonna pull it off? Not after watching stuff like Good Time. Oh, Good figured, t- yeah. Good Times would convince me. When, when, yeah. Because everyone, everyone, that's the problem with like when an actor or an actress takes on like a major role mm-hmm. like everyone will always see robert Downey jr's iron man everyone will always see robert pattinson as that guy from twilight mm-hmm. but it's when they are able to branch off and do other projects that are really really good like robert pattinson did in good time i'm sold yeah yeah they're, they're able to branch out from what they're known for you know mm-hmm. like he's he's not just that kid from twilight and all that stuff. And I think, yeah, Good Time definitely really kind of solidified him as a good actor. The cast looks good, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, again, like, I wasn't expecting Love Jim this. Gordon. He looks yeah. cool. But, like, it, like, none of us were expecting this two-and-a-half-minute 
trailer for this movie. It's not even coming out for another year. Yeah. Like, it won't be out by this time next year. But yeah, no, Jim Gordon, Jeffrey Wright, I think he looks he looks great as Gordon. You know, you get the the narration from Paul Dano. He kind of like narrates the whole trailer pretty much, which is cool. Um, who else do you see? You see a little bit of like Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman. You see the unrecognizable Colin Farrell playing the Penguin. Um, I literally, I think everyone that's in this cast, you kind of saw like sprinkled in this trailer a little bit. Mm-hmm. And and that's the cool thing is they keep saying this movie's like year two. Which basically what I've understood that to mean is that like he's not totally like the Batman we we really know, and these villains are not you know the villains we know them to be. Like they they say you know Colin Farrell's Penguin, mm-hmm. he's not the Penguin yet. Like he's still like up and coming in like the crime world. He's not that boss like we know him to be. Yeah, that's why I like the show Gotham on Fox. I got a lot of crap for mm-hmm. for a lot of things, but I really enjoyed the show because it really developed those villains. Yeah, really, really well. I couldn't keep up with Gotham. I just yeah. Well, now that it was now that well, you get another shot because HBO is making a a Gotham series now. Yeah, that's supposed to be connected with with this movie. I think I'm hearing like mm-hmm. Gotham PD or something. Yeah, yeah. So which is cool, but same Jim Gordon. I maybe I don't know. I, I think they're doing one more season of Westworld, and that's it. I really yeah, but um, you know I I think. This is a hot take, but I I do think I think Paul Dano's Riddler is going to be like really I think he's going to be like a central a really big villain. I can't see I can't see him playing the Riddler though. Oh, I can wow. see it. I can see it. Yeah, he he's a good actor. I I think he's I think he's going to be the standout of all these guys but in this movie. That's the thing I kind of at least it's the sense that I get like kind of from the trailer and what I've heard of this movie is like. I don't think it's obviously. I don't think this is going to be the last time we'll see Catwoman. I don't think it's going to be no, the last time yeah. we'll see Penguin or mm. probably the Riddler. Like, I definitely think, especially in a Batman, and if you're going to have it be a standalone, which they said this movie mm-hmm. is, like you know, keep those characters. Don't just feel yeah. like you got to do new ones in each movie. Like, yeah. keep them around. But do we? I got to think because this. I think one thing we didn't point out is this Batman is going to connect with isn't going to connect with everything else. So like they're saying it's not connected with like Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Do we think? What this Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is going to come into play at some point? Money talks. If it makes money, mm-hmm. if the fans want it, I think it'll happen. I really do think they might be opening up a a way where like that this connects with. But Joker. I think, but I also think the Flashpoint storyline is also. I think they're going to see how it's received. Mm-hmm. If this Batman knocks it out of the park, if it does well, yeah, then there's no doubt. And you can you can change. Ben Affleck can get rid of all of them in just one scene. Mm-hmm. You know, you do it quick with yeah. the Flashpoint storyline. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I guess the Flashpoint movie could tie in all these. I did read this one rumor on Reddit that uh, Penny Fleck, Francis Conroy, is going to probably be in Flash. Really, in an alternate universe. Yeah, his mother. <laughs> so maybe she's in it. Yeah. Think they'll ever give her a standalone? Just call it Penny. Penny. It's like Aunt May. <laughs> do we think that, though? Like, do we think this is going to connect with Joker, though? I, I I think you make a good point in that the money the talk. Um, money talks, yeah. I, I, I feel like I'd like to say no, just because I kind of like that that Joker movie's kind of its own stand. Like, I don't think they ever intended for that Joker movie to be anything yeah. beyond what it was, mm-hmm. but... Well, I don't. I, I I gotta say though, I feel like Matt Reeves, who's directing this, mm-hmm. I feel like he's probably going into it being like, I don't have to use his Joker. 
Yeah. Like, and I don't, I'd rather probably not use the Joker. Yeah. I mean, I could see him being the type of director that would say, like, look, I'm going to walk if you want to make me connect this to, like, Wonder Woman. Yeah, I could see that. But I think Matt Reeves is a good discussion to have, too, though, John. I definitely think I think so. You know, I, I think that was a that's a great choice for a director for this, you know, coming off the Apes trilogy and all that stuff, but... What was it? Was Cloverfield? He directed the first Cloverfield, right? The first one, yeah. yeah. See, I'm, I like the second one better. Oh but, yeah, but definitely. I like his Apes movies a lot, and I, I think that's probably what got him these Batman movies. I yeah, would think. yeah. And I, I think probably the promise was that he would kind of come in and be able to do his own thing. Yeah. So I kind of hope and, that he doesn't have to tie him into other projects. And I mean, he he's been attached to this for a while, like early 2017, like before oh, really? the third Apes movie even came out. Like he was already attached to it. I thought at that point they were still they still wanted Ben Affleck to make and and that was the thing like he was still like there was a lot of like up in the air stuff where like Ben Affleck was still attached to Batman and Matt Reeves was supposed to direct. Apparently Ben Affleck's script for the Batman was like really good. It was really good. I think it was like a lot of the villains yeah. like were locked up in Arkham and it was like something about him like getting stuck in Arkham. Yeah, I, I heard a really good play exactly like that. Like it was a very like Arkham video game type thing, but I also heard like people comparing it to Dread. Sort okay. of like him being locked up and having to get out, which I thought sounded pretty cool. But it's pretty much the first Arkham, mm-hmm. Arkham Asylum game. Arkham Asylum, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's stuck on the island. Yeah, it would have been cool. Yeah, but uh, you know, I, I think Matt Reeves is great. I mean, what else do we have to say about the Batman? I mean, this like I, the coolest thing for me was I think what stood out in the trailer is this felt like like Mind Hunter Seven sort of like type stuff. Yeah, I see you know, that. it kind of looked like it wasn't. Like a what we're used to seeing with the Batman movie, it looked like it was like a murder mystery mm-hmm. that he was just trying to solve. Yeah, exactly. Trying to like follow like, and I, I think from what I'm hearing is like it's pretty much like him being like that detective type Batman and trying to like follow the clues. And as he does follow, like which I mean, I think the clues ultimately are going to lead up to Riddler. But I think following the clues and you know you get a lead up, and as he's like following this one lead, he meets Catwoman. As he's following this other lead, he meets Penguin. And like I said, I think it ultimately leads up to Riddler, but you kind of see that throughout the movie. So when it first came out, I texted you and I said one thing that stood out to me was the eye shadow mm-hmm. around, like the, the around makeup around eyes. around his eyes. Yeah, like never seen that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like give like, like see other adaptations of it, like of the Batman. Mm-hmm. Like they taste the mask, and it's just like nothing's there. But like maybe it's a product of him not being fully Batman yet, but mm-hmm. look. Like you know, a couple of flaws, but maybe I think that might play a part in it. That he's like a younger. Batman. He's just trying to like figure everything out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I could see that. Well, that's what I think they mean when they say this whole like year two thing. It's like these characters aren't like super like established, mm-hmm. and maybe that eyeshadow is just like a hangout, like a something that's left over from you know maybe he had the earlier suits, kind yeah. of like what they did with Spider-Man: Homecoming, where he had like his homemade. Mm-hmm. Suits I was reading a rumor that he's going to have two suits in this movie, and one of them gets destroyed, which forces him to build another one. Probably, I mean, I'm sure he's got to like build on it, kind of like see, like he was on this mission, and then he right. finds out this doesn't work. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. I think another piece too is like we didn't really talk about. I mean, you hear Andy Serkis's narration as Alfred too. I th- um, I think in the trailer, I think he's getting. I don't know if he's the one that has like the duct tape on his face, but I think someone. I think Andy Serkis is like on the ground in the beginning of the trailer. You think he's going to die? or No, I don't think he's going to die, but I think someone gets into like the manor, and oh. I think they like, attack it. Because I think they were saying this is going to be like an like a physical like Alfred, like a, like you know he can fight and things oh, like really? that. And okay. I'm pretty, it looks like Andy Serkis. I noticed that after watching it a yeah. couple times. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. 
I, he's a good choice as Alfred. I always heard people dropping his name as Penguin. He would have been he a cool Penguin. Cool. Yeah. Um, but I always heard that with Jeremy Irons, Alfred. Though I always heard they were like he was supposed to be like this yeah, crazy like CIA operative and all that stuff. I like Jeremy Irons as Alfred. He was good. Yeah. I don't think they, don't, they didn't do much with him, but no, I did like him. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think this is a, a great cast, though. Like everyone that's in this, I think is, so is good. If they're saying that this is like a like a trilogy, what like what other villains would you guys like want to see? Or like, or like, what ones do you think they'd bring into this kind of like grounded? I'm just saying, I I think at some, I like, I don't think you can do like a three part Batman trilogy without throwing Joker in there somehow. So that's where I'm saying, like, they either got to throw Joker in there or just like put a new one in. But well, I was hearing that the Joker from the uh, Todd Fells one isn't actually the actual Joker. Mm-hmm. I've heard that too. It might be, yeah. it might be like the the guy that. Like inspires, inspires him. Yeah, exactly. I, I think I kind of like that idea a little bit more. That's than, not bad. Like, getting to Joaquin. Yeah, um, I could see us getting a scarecrow again. Scarecrow. This kind of I, I think they're gonna drop some more of those like obscure ones, like scarecrow. Maybe you get like a Mad Hatter in here or something. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Firefly. Yeah, yeah. he's one. He's yeah. supposed to be in this, isn't he? Oh, maybe. I thought I heard I Firefly's know, in uh, this. I know Carmine Falcone is in this. It's John Turturro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, John Turturro is in this. How'd... He plays Carmine Falcon. We skipped that yeah. completely. Tom Wilkinson played him in Chris, the Christopher yeah, Nolan movie. Yeah. So. John Turturro. Honestly, I'd kind of want to see Mr. Freeze, but... Mr. Freeze? Yeah, I'd well, kind of want to see him. Like a realist, I, like a more grounded... But I, don't, I doubt it. You know what always got me really excited? And this was always... It was never confirmed, but I always thought this would have been really cool casting. Was for the Christopher Nolan movies, there was always the rumor that somehow he was... There was a couple rumors... The one that always excited me the most, though, was that he wanted to cast the Penguin. And supposedly a lot of times the name that was dropped for Penguin was Philip Seymour Hoffman. And he would I thought he would have been a cool Penguin. Oh, yeah, he would have. Yeah. So I I always thought that that would have been cool. And then I always heard, like, stuff with the Riddler, too. At one point I heard he wanted Johnny Depp for the Riddler. At one point I heard he wanted Leo DiCaprio for the Riddler. So, Oh, you you know who I think we'll definitely see? Um, Harvey Dent. We'll probably get Two Face again. Yeah, sure. yeah. Two Face. We'll actually get a good Two Face. You know. Yeah. I like to see Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy, I think, is going to show up. I, I think oh, those. I see, yeah. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see where they kind of go with this. Like I said, I think when you have those core villains of like Riddler, Catwoman, and Penguin, I think that kind of establishes them to do stuff with like yeah, like Poison Ivy or Mister Freeze and things like that. And that you know, this kind of goes off like the games, but I always liked how the games was kind of like. Riddler was always a big part of the games, and you kind of had, like, he was always kind of in the background. Like, you never always had to do his mm-hmm. missions. It was just kind of, like, bonus. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, maybe he'll be the main one, in, main villain in this movie, but maybe, you know, he'll probably be in the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And Catwoman was like that, too. You know, she was always there. Yeah. She was, like, an ally, almost. Like, yeah. she was never... And that's probably you know. what the, these movies will do with her, I would guess. Yeah. Yeah. Similar to, like, the Anne Hathaway mm-hmm. from that, but... Yeah, I mean, any other villain. I mean, I'm I'm trying to think back as much as I can remember from like the animated series, and I'm trying to think of like villains like yeah, like Mister Freeze, like Clayface, things like that. Yeah, Zaz, he's like a big one. Oh, isn't that who Chris Messina played in Birds of Prey though? Yeah, is that that's who he played? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. No, I I definitely yeah, Two Face. I think we definitely get. I'd want to see like Poison Ivy and stuff Mm -hmm. again. Honestly, like as a reader of like the comics, like I don't. 
I liked Tom Hardy in The Dark Knight Rises, but like to me that wasn't totally like Bane. Bane, we can get another so, Bane. I would be interested. Yeah. To see. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't think this movie has to stick with being so quick because I mean, obviously, like some of these villains are a little outlandish, and you know, mm. I think if you come up with a way to make them, yeah, in a realistic way, you know, I think I think you could do it. I don't think we're getting like King Tut or like Egghead in these movies, but no, I probably yeah, no, I don't think yeah. so. <laughs> but Raja Ghul. Raz Al Ghul, another one cool. I could see him. Yeah, yeah. I like Liam Neeson as him. And Scarecrow is a good point. I, I could see him popping yeah. up somehow because I I think this I think this Matt Reeves Batman is going to be a good even middle between like what we would get from like the DCEU type stuff with Ben Affleck and what we would get with the Nolan stuff where I feel like they're trying to keep the story grounded but they're also willing to like do stuff with like characters like Penguin and and Riddler and stuff. What about like Hugo Strange? That's he a would great be one. cool. That, honestly, He'd I think be that's cool, the best actually. one we could have brought up. Yeah, BD Wong in the Fox series. Is that well, who he played? Wasn't yeah. there always a okay. rumor that Robin Williams was going to play him in the Christopher Nolan movies? So, yeah, I th- that sounds familiar. Yeah, I, I think I always saw like fan casting. People always wanted Michael Emerson to play him. Dave, really? Uh, yeah, you go strange. They, they said that would have been cool. He would be the a calculator. Cool. Would be cool. The calculator. I never even heard of him. The calculator. Yeah. Okay. Con- Condiment King. Yeah, I'm like going back to like Lego Batman, <laughs> like yeah. all those obscure villains. That was good. That Katana, was good. Movie. Even like, like just like Lex Luthor. Yeah, I mean, kind of similar to what they did with like like Killer Kingpin Croc. wasn't necessarily you know a Spider-Man villain, but they had him as the bad guy in Spider-Verse. So yeah, Killer Croc, um, Deadshot. Mm-hmm. Deadshot yeah. could be cool. Deadshot be cool. Who's wait who um. Joe Manganiello, who does he play? Deathstroke. Is that Deathstroke? He would have okay, been cool yeah. as that. Yeah, he's, I mean, a, he's I, a big Batman. I think villain. they were really pivoting him for the Ben Affleck movies, but but they were even going to make a solo movie with him prob- that I think prob- just went probably. nowhere. Like, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, again, I think this was the standout of DC fandom. It really was, yeah. yeah. And I, I think it was because no one was expecting it. Like, in how long have they been filming this movie? Not and they long. were able to get. I think maybe they said like six or seven weeks. And even yeah. like like as like as we're recording this right now, we heard this news a couple hours ago. Mm-hmm. Like it's we said it's incredible that they had a two minute trailer when someone on the on the production crew actually tested positive for coronavirus recently. Yeah. And I think they're saying Robert Pattinson might have gotten it they're too. Saying it's him. Yeah, I, I just read. Yeah, they shut it down with him. Yeah, but I you know I mean I, I think you're hearing a lot of that stuff, but. They were like three days into filming, and then they just shut down. So yeah, I don't I know how long they're going to be shut down. Yet. I think the, uh, I think the first movie that went like big movie like this that went back into production was like the next like Jurassic World movie. Mm. But I think the, everything I've heard that's been going all right. But. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting to see kind of like these like big like tentpole movies and kind of like setting the groundwork for these are the precautions we have to take and you know. I think they said like they're spending like a ton of money like to do this like all the precautions for this like jurassic world mm-hmm. so yeah i'm looking forward to it i really am and mm. I'm, I'm hoping that this time around that dc doesn't really disappoint mm-hmm. like they usually do yeah. so, like i said they usually like, like to hype up everything and then give you such such a letdown they yeah their expectations are so high for those movies and then they just let you down but uh yeah i mean we'll see and then i, I think there were there were a couple other points we wanted to bring up with they dropped some like discussions about the video games right yeah they dropped two two new games yeah 
Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights. That okay. one sounds interesting. This one sounds cool. And th- this one pretty much sounds like all of the like sidekick characters in the Batman universe. So I love the, the description. And like, when you read it, mm-hmm. it says, Batman is dead. It's up to Red Hood, Batgirl, Robin, and Nightwing to take down the Court of Owls. Mm. So I guess you get to play as each you can play as each character, which is kind of cool. I think so. I know what the Suicide Squad game is, which is like Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. I know that's like you got there's like four key characters. I think it's like King Shark, Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, and Deadshot. I think it's like you can switch like spontaneously between the four characters, and I get the between sense that that one. other you know that other video the the other Gotham game is probably pretty similar. You probably get to go between the four. Yeah, that's a cool point because I said that. For the Suicide Squad, kill the Justice League. That's all in the Arkham like game universe, right. so it's all so continuation. That the Gotham well, Knights one is something completely different. Well, that's I, I, oh, okay because I guess does Batman I guess die at the end of that Arkham Knight game? Yeah. Okay, so I guess maybe it's somewhat of like a loose mm-hmm. continuance. But I know I did read the Suicide Squad game as a continuance of those Rocksteady, which is all those Arkham games, which is pretty cool. Yeah. They're fun. That that trailer was cool too. I mean, both trailers were cool, but I think the one that stuck out was the Suicide Squad killed Justice League. Yeah, um, I think Arkham Asylum is probably the best of all of them. But I did enjoy playing Arkham Knight. I like Arkham uh, City a lot. Arkham, Arkham City is like my favorite video game. Origins kind of sucked. Yeah, Origins I, was okay. I never see. I the only ones I played, I played a little bit of Asylum. I completed City, and I didn't play like Knight or Arkham Origins. Ar- Arkham Asylum is good. Like, I mean, it's just like a video. Like, it has a good story and everything. Mm-hmm. I think City just kind of like opposite. Like it's a sequel that's kind of better than its yeah predecessor. Yeah. But again, I think what excites me so much with this Batman movie is just like their use of the villains. And I remember what sticks out to me in City is just like every villain that shows up. It's just the coolest thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Like who was a Penguin was in it. Penguin Solomon Grundy. Cool Solomon Grundy. Bane was in Mr. it. I like Mister Freeze's stuff in it. Bane. That they was cool. do, yeah, they do a whole like Ra's al Ghul sequence. Right. Harley you know? Quinn. Two Face, I'm pretty sure is yeah, yeah. Because I think I think Asylum was Scarecrow, Poison Ivy, Killer Croc, and Bane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe I think Joker was in it too. But you have those small things though. You have like the the stuff with like I said, the Riddler is a complete like side character in it. He's in all, and of like them, you choose yeah. to kind of follow him. But like Hugo Strange was a big one in City. I remember. Right. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was a big villain. So, it's fun. I mean, they're they're fun games. Um, and the the Suicide Squad one, that'll be interesting to see kind of where they go with that. Exactly. But, um, I mean, Injustice, you love those games, John. Yeah, they I know, were, they were like fun. Really, yeah. It's pretty much like, uh, I, I mean, kind of like Smash, like Mortal Kombat, but Mortal, with like yeah. Justice League characters. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, it's cool. I don't know if I ever played the, I, I think I did play the full, ver- the full second one. I know I played the full first one. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing that's cool with these games is they just have really cool, like, stories yeah. like, to them. Like, it's not just about, you know, the game itself. Yeah. I think DC has cooler, like, background stuff. So, like, when you look back at, like, the animated series of, like, Batman and Justice League and things, I think that stuff kind of tops whatever, like, Marvel did before, you know? I think DC is so dark and and gruesome that it, it could be awesome, but just for the world we're living in right now, it's just they just can't portray everything they want to the way they, they, they're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's tough. It's, it's kind of. I think they're. I think they're stifled by mm-hmm. just the way things are. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. 
But even like Batman the Animated Series, like that was cool. I don't know if you watched that as a kid or anything. Yeah, like what I heard that's good. I know the Killing Joke is one of like the the most raved about mm-hmm. DC products, and yeah. that was supposed to be really dark and grim too. Mm-hmm. Grim. Did you read that comic, John? I haven't read that one. No. Yeah. Wow, we we covered a lot today, didn't we? We did. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot to to talk about, and I think. DC really kind of showed up for this. I think we really could have talked about each panel for maybe an episode each if we really mm-hmm. wanted to. But yeah. I think we could have, and, did a good job of just getting to the, the basic points of each one of them, you know? And I think eventually pretty much everything we talked about is it's going, going to, to be, be an episode, an right? <laughs> Yes, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so this is a sneak peek, you know? Yeah, previews and coming attractions. Yeah, yeah. So when we start doing our reviews for Wonder Woman and Batman and Suicide mm-hmm. Squad and all that kind of stuff, Listen to this episode and then see if our opinions are, are right. Like I'm, yeah. a, I'm of the belief that this is all just overhype, and mm-hmm. I'm expecting to be let down again. Yeah, maybe it's the pessimism in me. I don't know. No, I mean they've let us down many times. Yeah, DC, they so. have. You know, I definitely think if you want, if you want to look back at the stuff, you know, because we did the Birds of Prey episode, obviously, but there's also the article on the blog, which is like a look back at the DCEU. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've talked about DC a bit here, and that article yeah. kind of goes into how, you know. What we would have, or I think I wrote it, yeah, I wrote it, and it would be, you know, how I felt the movie should have changed, or, yeah. you know, dealt with their characters and storylines mm-hmm. to create a universe, so. And, and you know what I think is interesting is, I feel like we, we've talked so much about DC, like, since we've started this podcast, like, no new Marvel movies have come out. So we haven't been able to talk about Marvel at all. But we do, we talk about Marvel we, almost every episode. We d- but we never devoted, like, an episode to it, you know? That's true. I mean, it's just yeah. it's crazy to think about, but yeah. I mean, if we were to do an episode, it would only be about Black Widow. That's the only yeah. thing Marvel. But I mean, I'm just obligated to make an episode for too. Black Widow, though. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. supposed to come out by now, right? Yeah, we definitely would have had like two episodes or so by now. Yeah, yeah. Ah, so yeah, it's a I good mean, episode though. I think. It, yeah, we we broke ground. Good content. Really good content. Yeah. Yeah. And there's more content if you wanted to. Take a look back at our other episodes. Mm-hmm. Alan, we've got some news now. As we are recording this, we are officially now on Amazon Music. Listen to you us can there. check us out there on Amazon Music. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. I'm still in review for Pandora. They're not getting back to me. No. I don't think many people have Pandora and anywhere. And SiriusXM, so. there's, they haven't responded to me either. Oh, that'd be cool. I put a request Sirius, in for it, yeah. but... A Sirius would be cool. Yeah. yeah. But, but we're on Amazon Music now. And we're on, we're on Google. Ones. We're on Google. I mean... Listen to us, please. Yeah. Obviously, if you're at this point, you listen to this episode. Exactly. <laughs> we're just telling you there's more than just one platform. You can listen to us. Yeah. And but. and besides the podcast, we're also on our blog, postcreditbrews.blogspot.com. Yeah. Great content. Everyone's joining in and writing reviews. Mm-hmm. If you want to write something, just let us know. We'll put you on. And if, you I know, to, if you want to come on and talk to us, yeah, just shoot us a DM. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, and, and I know on the blog, John's got some good content coming for the boys. So, right, we're Amazon. gonna have some some episode reviews of the boys for Amazon. Kind of a look. Speaking of DC, kind of like an Evil Justice League, you know, a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, watch the first season of that show, and if you like it, you know, stay invested for the second season. And we're gonna get some episode reviews uh, mm-hmm. for each of the eight episodes that are up there. Yeah, uh, they're coming out weekly, so that's probably about how the reviews will come out as well. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool, cool. for like the the, tr- the the avid fans that follow the show closely. They can 
read the review and then watch it or vice versa. Yeah, you know, keep that's up cool. with it. Definitely yeah. like hashtagging it and everything. I think cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, we're on social media. Hit a like, hit a DM. If you if you have a beer you want us to review, let us know. Mm-hmm. We're always down to try new things. Any recommendations? We're trying to elevate this podcast to a whole new level, and the fan input's very very important. So absolutely, we would love to hear from you. Yeah. So with that being said, this is Postgrader Brews. I'm Dave. I'm Matt. And I'm John. Thanks for listening.